back to another The Arsenio Buck Show podcast or Instagram TV, whatever it may be. And today I'm going to talk about something very interesting. One of my gym mates, all right, by the name of Benz, big shout out to you, Benz. He mentioned something to me that was very, very interesting. He said, and I'm not going to say any type of brands or any labels or any whatever it may be, but let's just say someone decided to give all their 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 citizens let's say twenty dollars thirty dollars forty dollars fifty dollars this is what happened in some countries and what just happened recently is okay so we have a population of this many people we're going to give 15 percent of the population 33 dollars to spend on whatever they want what does that do to change so if you're going to give 10 million people $30 to change, is that really going to change them? Who's going to spend that on cigarettes, alcohol, and other things? I just don't understand the philosophy behind giving people money. And this is what today's topic is about. It's about basic... Ugh. Listen, this is why I stopped giving my family money. This is why I'm the selfish one in my family. Because I stopped giving them money. I remember... Just re oh, it wasn't recent, it was about six years ago. When I moved here to Thailand, I got no messages from my family, no, hello, how are you, how's this, how's that? Nothing whatsoever. And about four or five weeks into my trip, I got a message from my mother. And this, is what, this was the ultimate downfall of my family and the relationship I have with them. She said, hello son, how are you, I need money. Now, you can only imagine what a son would feel like hearing something like that from their parent. Like, wait, mom, wait, uh, okay, so you didn't ask me how I was if I landed in Thailand, if this was happening, you didn't want to call me, and yet she has yet to call me today, and yet you want money from me. There's an underlying problem behind why you don't have money. See, it's not a statement it's a question that needs to be asked. You're asking a son who's barely making, let's say, 16% of what you asked for to send you money on top of probably another 5% that the Western Union would charge me. And my salary is this much. And you're not understanding that I'm in a foreign country and now I'm going through battles in terms of the racial discrimination, how am I supposed to make more money, this and that. And you did not care about my well-being for five weeks. But when it was something you needed, you decided to say, ooh, let me ask him. And I said, uh, no, I have no money for you. I'm sorry. I can't. Uh, this is my own well-being. What if the savings completely depletes? And you know what happened? Probably fast forward five months from then, I had only $10 to my name. Could you imagine if I had sent my mother $100? What would have happened then? You see, I have to make decisions based on what's happening in my life and for, the, for, for my own safety. Because I know there's no backbone out there in America. There is no one holding my hand saying, come on, you can fight through it out there in America. I know that I'm my own family. And so when she asked me for the money, I said, out of all these years you've worked, out of the savings, out of this, out of that, you're telling me you don't have this money right now? There's a bigger problem. There's a bigger problem behind why you don't have that money. First and foremost, rule number one, I'm not an ATM. I know a lot of people say, oh, that's bad. It's family. It's this and that. No, first and foremost, 
Let me, let, let's figure it out. Why don't you have money? That's the bigger question. To hell with the borrowing. Say, Arsenio, I see what you're doing out there. I need to make more money. Do you have any ideas? And not in a bad way, okay? Because I know a lot of Americans have, or people in the world, they have a tendency of going down the wrong path to make money. But there's, a, again, a deeper, there's something deeper within you or in your subconscious mind, in your paradigm, whatever it is, that the reason, the main reason why you don't have money. So, again, going back to the story, I said no. July 4th rolled around. My aunt came to me and said, ooh, you know what? They're actually speaking very badly about you. I blew up. I sent them the most beautiful letter ever, and I have no regrets about it. And it was the ultimate termination of me and the relationship I have with my family. Am I okay with that? Absolutely. Do I know 50 years from now that, you know, some people are going to be leaving the planet, you know, hell, even me and whatnot, and do I have any regrets? I don't, because I felt like I've always been an outcast. I felt like that I've always been my own family. So, guys, going back to the whole money issue, you could give anyone, you could give someone the lotto, and they're going to spend it within two years, be bankrupt, and they're going to be at the same bullshit, whatever they got, whatever life they had before. They're going to have it again. Why? This doesn't change. I remember my fool ass brother. He ended up, and of course I'm not saying this in a very derogatory manner. I'm just saying, hey, <laughs> you can go watch the YouTube videos. You'll see it. Anyways, I remember that he sh uh, reshared a video of this crackhead. All right? A crackhead hit the, the, the money ball out there in Las Vegas. And he didn't seem so excited about it. He was filling out the paperwork. And the lady, the news anchor, said, what are you going to do with that money? He said, I'm going to spend it on cocaine. And she's like, whoa! And my brother put it. Oh, he was just being real. Yeah, spend it on drugs. Get yourself thrown in jail. All your money's gone. You see, without this, all of this is nothing. Rich Dad, Poor Dad, Robert Kiyosaki, author of Rich Dad, Poor Dad. He said, if you look at NBA players, NFL players, regardless if they're colored or not, within five years of retiring, they go bankrupt. They lose all their money. Why? they come from a poor background now you say this to a lot of African Americans or whatever they would get very angry like I can't believe you said that that's racist no think about it if you come from the Queensboro projects out there in New York the camp the Compton the Camden the Flint the Detroit wherever it may be if you come from a background whereas your blueprint was the not enoughness guess what unless you change this it's going to continue happening. It doesn't matter how much money you have right now. Now, yes, LeBron James and Kobe Bryant, they are one of the very few, but that's because they deter they de they decided to educate themselves. No, I'm not talking about the bullshit school. I'm talking about they determined to, to educate themselves in the world of money. How to make more money. How to invest money to get probably two, three, four, ten times the return. This is why Kobe Bryant ended up hitting probably a 500 million uh, investment because he invested in something a while back. And I, I love it because Patrick McDavid of Valuetainment interviewed him and he was talking to Kobe. And he said, so what makes you make a decision in terms of, you know, investing in a specific startup? He said, I go to everything. What's their vision? What's this? What are the people like? What are they trying to do? What are their goals? What is this? What is that? And see... In reality, most human beings don't ask themselves this. Even when it comes to investing into stocks, bonds, building a portfolio, passive income, anything for that matter. 
this is why I created that smart, what is it, the smart, oh my god, for Grow Together, of course, with Luke Burrows. I, I invented and I created a course whereas people could go through step by step to figure it out. Figure it all out. Like, what was your relationship with money to begin with? See, my family, going back to my family story, it wasn't the fact that I was being selfish. It was the fact that they needed to learn something more. But because they are literal thinkers rather than in-depth thinkers, they automatically assume, he's a bad guy, he's not giving me money, therefore get out of my family. I said, oh, by all means. Like, six years later, they still don't understand. But I understand everything. See, I decided to dive deep into the world of personal development to see what was my relationship with money. I remember there were times that I didn't have food. There were times that I starved at these particular moments. And, you know, I went to bed hungry. I remember that I was playing the game Jurassic Park on the SNES, Super Nintendo, if you guys know about that. Back in 1995, my father was nowhere to be found. There wasn't any, but much food at all in the refrigerator. I remember playing a game on Sega Genesis called Real Monsters and always going to the cafeteria in this specific level. Why? Because I saw them eating food, but I didn't have food in my own stomach. That was the relationship of my, of course, money. At that time, didn't have much of it, but I decided that was based on my parents. That was my parents' relationship with money. And to this day, my father still goes around asking my siblings, can I have more money? My mother, again, she follows the same footsteps that I saw back in the 90s. I chose not to be a part of that. And you guys have to ask yourself that question. What is your relationship with money? If I give you money, are you going to spend it or invest it? That's the biggest one. And if you go to spending it, we got to change that paradigm. So with that being said, guys, hope you enjoyed this bad one. Over and out. <laughs>